because I'm in. You're in. All right, you're. Well, you're in, and it's a podcast. We're, we're up. We're going. We're up. I've never had a podcast start with "I'm in." I'm in. I'm all in. I'm all in, Maddie. <laughs> oh my! I'm gonna re-raise this cute dog you have. I know she's adorable. She's gonna mess up my cords. All right, there's Sophie. <laughs> um, hey, everybody! This is Matt Marr. I'm with one of my mentor teachers, Aaron oh, Krebs. Stop it! Stop it! Seriously, I, I will say it on the air. Best improv teacher I've ever had. Ah, oh, that's awesome. I said it. Thanks. I said it. Thanks, I said dude. It. Um, how long have you? How long have you been doing improv? I started doing improv in high school, just like Spolin Games. Um, you know, just like freeze and the bus stop, and like you know, fun, fun little games as exercises into. Spolin is a theater teacher for those of you that don't. Yeah, know. Viola Spolin, Viola Spolin depends where you're from in the country. Uh, and uh, I remember so, grabbing her when I first I have to when uh-huh. I first taught at camp for the first time. Right, I was scared to death because I've never taught theater, and thank God, like um, the my high school drama teacher said, read this book. And I just, and I got that Spolin book and I like memorized yep. every fucking game in there because like, I was scared this shitless. Exercise, I'm I was do scared this of those six years old, six year old kids. Oh, anyway. Six year olds, they're gonna be brutal. I'd rather teach old grumpy like thirty, forty year olds than uh, like overly excited six year olds. And you did. And I did. I thought. I I thought Here's Maddie. <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh, yeah. To to the point. I started in high school. Um, so I've been doing it a little over twenty years now. I wow. mean, I mean, but you know, I was I was d- dicking around. Can I say dicking around? Oh, pussy. I just cut out. I don't know if that's but important. You did? Yeah, I'm back though. I'm Are back, you back now. Okay. Um, yeah. So I started doing that, and I didn't really start doing uh, long form improv, like what I consider like deep, methodical uh, improv, until my last year of college, we started working with the um, Improv Olympic Road Show. They would mm-hmm. come out, their tour show, would come out to um, UMass Amherst. And uh, there was a group of us out there called Mission Improvables, like a terrible, terrible uh, college improv group name, but uh, a lot of fun. And we started working with this woman, Liz Allen, and um, not so much that she convinced us to move to Chicago, but I think that's the path the, a group of us were going. So we all moved out to Chicago and then just... Like, you know, put ourselves in the pool of improv, you know, Second City and Annoyance and Playground and Comedy Sports and I.O. And uh, all the great things that you could find out of Chicago. Chicago's a great town. So I, I love it. I, almost I love that city. city. It's great. You know, big I, city feels community, though. It is so great. It's, I mean, if yeah. Chicago had the L.A. weather, the entire world would, would live there. I've, then it wouldn't be Chicago, but, yeah, you know, then it would be that. like overpopulatedville. So you're in Massachusetts. That's where you're from. No, I grew up in Texas, Southern dude. Oh, where? Uh, Dallas, then Austin a little bit. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I went mm-hmm. to school at UNT. Oh, you did? That's where I got my undergrad. I'm North from- Tex. Yeah. Gosh. 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 The Eagles. For those who don't know, Texas has all these different... <laughs> I mean, all schools have mascots, but like the Texans are really big about their mascots. They're very like, big. Lubbock is the what's the gun? The cowboy, right? Uh, yeah, because OSU is the same thing. Pistol Pete. Yeah, Pistol Pete. Yeah. And then the Aggies are like the Gigum, the Marine, because uh-huh. it's agriculture. Uh, Longhorns. I went there for yeah. a couple years. That was my uh, high school. So still, okay. The longer of long. So still to this day, like if I'm at a concert, people I do the Longhorn sign because I was a mascot. So I'm just used I to love it. That's how I cheer. I love it. Uh, and the, the Baylor Bears. The Baylor Bears. And then UNT has the Eagle, which I was always they like. They called Scrappy the Eagle. I was always like, they ran out of mascots. They did. They like, were like, the Bears, the long arms, the Eagle. Which sometimes it looks bad, but it's like Eagles actually, it's a bird of prey. I mean, I mean it's, it, that's pretty badass. Yeah, it's a bald eagle, which bald eagles are huge. But um, but yeah, I just live up the, I'm not up the street. 
I'm up the from highway. the town I'm from, it's I-35 is right on the border, um, well, almost of Oklahoma, like 30 minutes north of Oklahoma. It's all Ardmore. Do you know Ardmore? Mm, it's 30 no. minutes north of... It's by the like Windstar, right? The Windstar Casino's the wind, over there? The Windstar. The Windstar. Dad, what are you doing this weekend? All summer we're going to the Windstar. They're, they're Wind. having a concert. Merle Haggard's playing at the no, Windstar. No, it's not Merle Haggard anymore. It's like... They're like going to see fucking Maroon 5 and Jennifer Hudson. Oh, really? That place, it's the largest casino in in the world. It is? In the world. I thought that was Fox. No, maybe for sure. No. Oh, John Pizzarelli. I love John Pizzarelli. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, well, the Grand, right? MGM Grand. Huge. No, it's bigger than the MGM Grand. Wow. It's huge. Literally, like Jennifer Hudson. Like J-Hud. When I was there, I just went back and Amy Schumer was doing a show there. Like... My it's great because now these people. My dad drives twenty minutes and yeah. they they go have some freedom fries at Toby Keith's Bar and Grill, and then they nice. go see. Son, we're gonna see yeah. that J Hud this weekend. Yeah. So anyway, there it's it, the wind starts a big deal. So you grew up in Texas and the I grew up in Texas. Massachusetts. Yeah, that's the short version of it. Um, spent some time in Austin, then um, transferred to UMass, and then you know moved to Chicago after that. That's why I taught camp was Western Massachusetts in the Berkshires. The Berkshires. The Berkshires. It's very beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice up there. Um, I was doing camp in, like, outside Binghamton, New York. Hancock, New York. A place called French Woods. French Woods. Yeah, it was like a performing arts camp. They had a circus there, which I thought was pretty amazing. They wow. taught kids circus tricks. And not like, oh, wow. like kid-downed versions of circus tricks. Like... You know, liability scary. Oh yeah, like circus tricks. That's a thing now. Like, there's a camp in California. It's is it up by Santa Barbara? Because I know. Let's say yeah, yeah, whatever. Because from a gay camp, I've been going to all these camp conventions, and there's this guy. He's like this rough and tumble Australian like dude, and he <laughs> runs this camp. And they're ex- an extreme sports camp, but they also I'm not kidding. They do um, what's it called in a movie? Like if you a stunt, um, stunt they do camp? stunts. They literally teach kids how to jump out of a moving car. Oh, really? This is a fucking camp. People send their <laughs> yeah. kids to, but the kids love it because they're learning how to do all these extremes. Literally, they have a stunt program. Right. I mean, I, I can say this now because I don't have kids yet, but uh, I would absolutely send my kids there. I would absolutely love to do it. Like my nephews, Dylan and Cody, would mm-hmm. be. Well, Dylan, I don't know. Nah, Dylan maybe, but Co- my nephew Cody would be like, let's do this. He'd probably <laughs> kill himself. We're in. We're in. Yeah, I think I would be all for like the extreme idea. Like, oh, you guys go ahead. If you break, I'll just make another one. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just like, again, I don't have any. As soon as I have one, I'll be like, oh, this precious little diamond, I can't let him anywhere. <laughs> I'm not. Be like those people who can't even... Uh, People that won't let other people hold their babies yeah. for the first three months. Can I hold your baby? I don't think so. I don't think so. Those arms look a little uh, wimpy. So do you feel like, do you have the Texan pride? A little bit, yeah. I think so. You know I'm the always... Texas, my Texas and all that? Yeah, you know, you know, all that. I mean, we learned all that in uh, Texas history. My wife makes fun of us because we had a, pretty much a year, like two semesters in middle school where you have to take Texas history. Yeah, we only did a semester, and UNT fucking made me take history. Yeah, if you're an out-of-stater, you got to take Texas history. Which I was like, that's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> I actually told this year, I was like, this doesn't help me. Look, I absolutely <laughs> agree. It's crazy. Like, the, the state years ago decided we're going to create state pride by teaching you the history of the state, and it works. Texas has the least amount uh, of people leaving the state. They have the highest residual amount of their citizens. Really? By far. 
Really? Which is really interesting, and I think it goes back to um, Texas history. Although a friend of mine just told me that he grew up, he's a native Californian, that they have to take it, and California also, you have to take um, California history. Now that I would like, I should just get a book. Look, it goes like this. There was some gold, (laughs) (laughs) there was was some Mexico for a while, and like, that's it. I think there was an an earthquake in like 1906 up north. Yeah, they had a big one. That's it. Nothing else. Okay. History 101 by Aaron Krebs. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's how it works. This week we learned how Santa Barbara was founded. <laughs> it comes from St. Barbara. <laughs> was that it? I don't know. St. Barbara actually makes Saint sense. St. Barb. St. Barb. St. Barb. It's like the cross-dressing monk. what's <laughs> who smokes. Yeah, yeah. I'm St. Barb. <laughs> Can we talk to Monk Brad today? He goes by Bob now. <laughs> St. Barb. That's amazing. Oh, I want to see St. Barb so bad. So you, so you're not like, are you Texas sports guy? Are you into that kind of stuff? I am. I mean, I grew up like most Texans and Oklahomans too. Like y'all watch a lot of football. Like, that's all I watch. That's all I watch now. I played baseball the whole time, and now I can't stand to watch it at all. Baseball's very boring to watch on TV. I love it live mm-hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. Great. I became a hockey fan actually here in L.A. Well, Dallas not, Stars are big. Yeah, I never. I mean, I watched games, but I was never really a you were fan. Gone, we were both kind of out of Dallas when hockey got big. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I just jumped right on this L.A. Kings bandwagon a few years ago. They're hockey, right? Yeah, I, I, I've never been to a hockey game. Never. Oh, there's Matt. You gotta go. That's what everybody says. Let's go. I, you and I will go. I will it, go. It is so much fun to watch live. Like it's crap on TV, but live it's fantastic. Do they fight a lot? Uh, I think the NHL's like pulled back from that a little. You'll still no. get one or two in there. Or if the like the Kings are playing the Coyotes, like they hate each other. So there's the Coyotes. Like, yeah, there's like um, we call them the Coyotes. The Yotes. That's what they're known as. The Yotes. Oh, where are they from? I love them. I'm Phoenix, man. Those fuckers oh, are Phoenix, Phoenix is the armpit God, of a nation. My, that is the word. Can I cuss? I've been saying. Yeah, you can say. Okay. All right. Phoenix is. Sorry, people, but that's a shithole town. <laughs> Please send all your requests and hate mail to <laughs> at Maddie at the at Maddie show. I I uh, I once went there for like the NBC diversity thing. That's where they had like their comedy thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like a couple of gay guys and then just a bunch of black comics. Right, it was like porn for me, <laughs> and it was hot. So a couple you of love them were sweaty dudes. and were like taking their shirts off. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like your M.O. I still have to go see Chocolate City. That's the Black Magic Mike. Shut up. Oh, yeah. Is that real? It's out now in theaters and on demand, but I'm waiting for one of my friends to watch it. It's called Chocolate... Uh, uh, Who's in it? Um, um, What's his name? He was a model. He was in that movie, Tony... uh, He was in that Tony Braxton video, Unbreak My Heart. That's really dating... That's really dating... Tyson Beckford's in it. Okay. I don't think he can act, but who cares? (laughs) Who cares? Uh, this is the I most scattered intro I've ever done. So, um, it's good. So we're, it's good. Saint Bob's here. <laughs> Saint Bob. So we're just gonna we're gonna jump into some questions. So, All right, great. I love questions. Well, these are real people that have lives, and they write me. So okay, okay. I hope we don't fuck it up. All right. We'll All right. The first question. This is from Kim, age forty. Dear Maddie. I want to be a supportive friend, but I think I've had it. Let me back up. My girlfriend is a stay-at-home mom, and now that her kids are going to school all day, she's just bored, I think. Also, she thought it would be good to start her own business to help her and her husband. Now she is selling something. I'll keep the name private because I don't want to badmouth it, but it's one of those pyramid-type health things. Well, she's uh, she's 
She's B. I just copy and paste people, Kim. She, well, she's been somewhat successful, I think. She's been somewhat successful, and she's obsessed with it. It's all she talks about. And on top of it, she's always bugging me to start selling it with her. I have no desire. It's just not my thing. I feel like I've done everything but just yell at her to shut up. How can I get through to her? Mm-hmm. This is from Kim, age 40. Mm-hmm. What do you think, St. Bob? Uh, St. Bob's got some advice. <laughs> First of all, mark your territory, toots. <laughs> Uh, no, I can relate to this. Um, my guess is, and I can say, I can say a product name. You could right? say there's several. I, I have Arbonne protein powder right there in my Look, kitchen. I'm going to say, it. I'm going to say the word Herbalife. Oh, Herbalife. That's what she's talking about. That's what Kim's talking about Everybody here. Everybody in Oklahoma, they're sell- if they're not selling Herbalife or right. Plexus, right. then they're selling drugs. Well, Kim, my guess is that's what you're talking about. But if not, um, doesn't matter. Um, Here's the thing. I think you're right. You, you hit it on the head. She's bored and she's looking for something to do. So she found something positive to do, which is like start her own business. Now, the fact that she found herself in a pyramid style setup is not good. Uh, but she's going to realize that, I think, eventually. Isn't right? that? Isn't, I thought. Because the money the goes work. out and it never comes but in. Isn't, but although I have a friend who's a decent friend who does sell Herbalife back mm-hmm. in the, And she's fucking loaded from it. But really? She, Kills it. I mean, she, but she's doing it all the time. But so, but aren't pyramid schemes illegal? I thought they were. Yeah, classic pyramid schemes are illegal. So, and also Ponzi's illegal too. So, how do they get aroused? I mean, I know they're actually selling. I don't, because, I, you know, I'm not an expert on this, so I don't really know, but my assumption is that it's not technically a pyramid scheme. It's essentially a pyramid business model. Pyramid scheme, I think, is taking money and not paying out. No, and not really. A, I mean, but this, you like get know. a product. Yeah. I will say, I do love my Arbonne protein powder. It hey, doesn't give me gas. I had Herbalife for breakfast this morning. Hey. I don't sell it, though. I just yeah. buy that shit off eBay. Oh, and it's eBay. it's delicious. Oh, yeah. You can go on eBay. They got all sorts of flavor. Anyway, um, look, Kim, I got a friend who's into something, too, that uh, he always wants to talk about. No, it's like a group that he does that Orgies. You know, he wants to talk about. Slings. No. No, keep going, though. <laughs> keep going. You're close. Keep going. What else? Uh, I was going to say fisting. Oh, hit it. Nailed it. <laughs> Fisted it. Uh, so, uh, look, anytime, in my opinion, uh, somebody's into something that's a friend of yours that you don't agree with and you've already expressed your opinion, you got to just let it go. Uh, you have to, for me, I would say, um, hey, I want to be your friend. I don't want to talk about this. If that's going to be a problem for you, then let's not hang out for a while. Um, but I've found in my life that most of the time you say that and then people don't force it on you anymore. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe Kim. Yeah, maybe she doesn't. If she's really, that's great that she's found like a salvation thing. Yeah, or, because this lady needs something. Yeah, she needs something. They need the money. That's awesome. But maybe have have you explained to her just like, hey, I don't know. Maybe you don't need to explain to her, but because it, it sounds like she's not getting it. So I think mm, you know. Yeah. And and I have to say, like, where you don't, I'm gonna. I don't know how you're being, Kim, but. If you don't want her pushing it on you, I just want to say, like, if you are judgmental about this and you think it's bullshit and you think it's all a scam or whatever, that's not for you to put on her, honestly. Yeah, that's your opinion. Yeah, that's your opinion, and obviously this is something that it's not going to hurt her. So if you're giving her if you're giving her some shade, then you need to back off. Um, yeah, just make it black and white. Lay it out. Like, hey, love you. Love being your friend. You're amazing. Love to hang out and still do whatever we're doing, but we're not going to be talking about that. Yeah. Is your friend pressure you to sell stuff? No, he was just in a. It was like a help group, and it was really good for him. Mm-hmm. But he's his. He was excited about it, and part of the group is to like. Oh, I get that. Like I remember the first time I read the Artist's Way, I made like I, not yeah, made, but I was course. like I told like five people, you gotta get on this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but I think there's a recruitment element to some of these. Oh yeah, they want scams. People. It's like setups. Hey, how many times I've done this? Yeah. several times. So hey, just come over. It's just a little party. Mm-hmm. No pressure, and then you get there, and, and you literally feel like you're about to Tupperware be, everywhere. Yeah, you're and like, you're going to be converted. This. You have to wear special garb. You're like, yeah. what is happening? Anytime that your success in the group is uh, weighted against your ability to recruit other people, that's a cult. <laughs> I'm going to agree with that. There's a Tupperware cult. There's a Sally Bay cult. There's Arbonne. There's, there's an, an Herbalife there's cult. Her, there's... Max, I don't know. There's I don't know. Like, there's all there's sorts so of stuff. much. There's so much. So, Kim. <laughs> Kim, hope that helps. Yeah, good luck. Hope we helped you. Um, if right. not, you can you can aim all your uh, hate messages to at Maddie at the Maddie Show to come. <laughs> I don't even know the real email. Sorry, it's not it. That's not it. I don't no. even know it. It's uh, I don't know. It's like, I, I think it's, oh, people... it's advice at dearmaddieshow dot com. There you go. Advice at dearmaddieshow I think just right. go to t- just go to dearmaddieshow just tweet the shit out of him or me yeah. at the Krebs. K-R-E-B. Oh, I was gonna. Oh, that's at the Krebs. The Krebs. Oh, I'm the Mar, but I wish now I would have done the Mar. Oh, yeah, you should have done it. I was jealous of that. The Krebs. I tried to take my name, somebody else. There's another Aaron Krebs that we battle for social media handles up in, uh, he lives in Omaha. Oh, he's yeah. He's a racquetball player. I think he's a tech now. Oh, really? really? Like, he looks like a great guy. I I just talked to Matt Maher on Instagram. I have like four Matt Maher. Well, there's a lot of Other than your Facebook? All right, anyway. Anyway, anyway right. yeah, I can go. All right. All, right, all right, all right. This is from Jacob, age 35. So... I'm hoping you can handle this one because this is new territory for me. Mm-hmm. Dear Maddie, so I've been dating the same woman for over a year now. We have a great time together. She's loving, kind, funny, and we fit well together. Well, then a month ago after sex, we were talking about things we've never done sexually. She brought up that she's never watched two people have sex, and eventually it came out that she wants to watch me have sex with another woman. I know this should be a dude's dream, but it kind of threw me. What do I do? This is from Jacob, age 35. God Damn, I have so many answers. <laughs> what you say? What you have? <laughs> it just depends what personality I'm. I'm like for in gay right guys, now. this isn't like a. And I'm not saying all gay guys are promiscuous. I'm just right. saying we kind of we're already like not the norm. So if two gay guys have this discussion all the time, I think some of them. Hmm. But this, I was like, wow, this woman's kind of bringing. I mean, I feel like my brother. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to this. Sister-in-law, um, but he, I feel like so what's she gonna do? Turn it off now? Yeah, oh, <laughs> Maddie said, turn it off. Oh, turn that down. Hmm. Yeah, just sit there. But um, I feel like my brother, if he was here, he'd say yes, do it, yes. But I don't know what what are, you're you're married. You've been married how long? Uh, like a year and a half. So if your wife said this to you, what would you do? I'd probably high five myself. Um, <laughs> Look, look, look. At the end of the day, I think this is just my two cents. I think that uh, you should be uh, you should be respectful of her wants and desires, and that doesn't mean that we have to do all her wants and desires or all your wants and desires. There's there, you know, the answer always lies in the middle. Is is kind of. You know, the truth always lies in the middle. That's what it is. Are you telling him to be in the middle of her? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. You be that patty in between those buns, buddy. Um, it's going to come down to a personal preference. You know, if it's something that you feel comfortable with, great. You know, bringing somebody else from the outside in is um, compromising the intimacy that the two of you have. So, you know, be it a guy or a girl. So, uh, you know, that has to be something that you're okay with. It has to be something that you're sure she's going to be okay with. Um 
Do you know, like, I'm just going to ask, I'm going to, since you are straight and married, I'm going to, mm-hmm. you're going to represent everybody in the world now. <laughs> oh, um, this is a lot of responsibility. Uh, uh, but are open relationships common? I know they're common in gay yeah. like, Are they common in straight relationships? I think they're probably not as common, but I think that they're, and this is just my assumption, I could be way wrong, but I think that they're common, just not openly talked about a bunch, ah. right? Because it's kind of off the traditional, you know, the traditional, what's, whatchamacallit, Behavior, Bad behavior, I guess. yeah, the norm. My guess is that happens a lot. I mean, I guess it's happening when people are like having an affair with somebody. Yeah, but that's not no, that's it's not different. an open relationship. That's just cheating on somebody. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's. Mm, I, I don't know. Do it. I feel I've never like been there. But. Ultimately, most of my relationships are pretty traditional. It's just me and one other person, and that's it. One of that, yeah, that's that, it. I mean, that's pretty much. But I never say never. But right. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what. So you gave better advice than I did. I hope that helps. I mean, mean, yeah, most dudes uh, would be high-fiving themselves. If this is somebody you don't think you're going to marry, and, you know, there's an end goal, there's an end in sight one day, then just have fun, man. I mean, that's a fun experience. Yeah, and maybe, Jacob, this is like, okay, so I totally believe that whatever is happening in the bedroom is, Mm -hmm. um, this is actually, other psychologists said this, so I'm just getting it from, but I agree with them, that what's happening in your bedroom is actually what's happening kind of in your little bit, a mirror of your emotional relationship as well. that makes sense. So it's like, Jacob, so maybe this is, you said the word intimacy, and it kind of made me think of, well, maybe y'all have a discussion of what intimacy is to you. Because for some, for maybe for her, or I don't know, for some people, I would imagine being able to watch someone they care for be with somebody else is mm-hmm. actually increases intimacy for them because they're not able to do that with anybody. Like that's something they never can do. Wait, wait. Maybe. So you're, say, you're saying that watching someone else who you're intimate with be intimate with somebody else increases maybe, your intimacy? Maybe that makes you feel closer to them. Yeah. I th- so I think it's about a discussion of maybe with her, like what is what is intimacy between us? Like what – I don't know. You yeah. said that word and it kind of triggered for me because I think different people – have I mean you could I could ask you what your definition of intimacy is and sure. what my definition and they're going to be different right of course so yeah it's what it means to you so have maybe this is a point to have that kind of conversation with her and maybe this doesn't mean you're going to sleep with another woman but maybe it means at least you can understand because it sounds like to me you just said it kind of threw me whoa what do I do mm-hmm. well kind of find out where she's coming from a little bit on this it it might maybe she just. It could be just more of a sex singer, or it could be that she wants to, maybe she feels like she needs more connection in the relationship, or maybe she doesn't, or maybe, you know, there's so many different ways. It's not necessarily a bad thing, it's just, Mm -hmm. I think, a talking point. Yeah. I've also heard that watching someone else that you care for have sex with someone is, um, uh, what's what's it, I'm missing the term, it's um I don't think it would make me a little jealous. No, there's but. a psycho- there's a psychological thing that goes with it. Like no. watching your loved one have sex with somebody else uh is like it you know just makes you feel like crap. I'm totally missing the word cuz it's 10 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um I, it, I can't imagine it making me feel good. It's like one of those people who continue to make themselves feel bad Masochistic? on purpose. Yeah, no. yes, thank you. Thank you. My oh. god. I just well, feel like I had mental constipation there. <laughs> I just passed it. It feels so good. This is so good. <laughs> Masochistic. Uh, I feel so much better. And some people are addicted to that feeling, right? Be yeah. it in their sex life or in their own life. Like they are self-sabotagers. Mm-hmm. That's what they love to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that could very easily be an example of this too. And maybe, hey, maybe, yeah. Maybe if she's into masochism, maybe it's about tying her up and spanking her and not necessarily being with another woman. Like maybe it's just about that too. So Who knows? You just, y'all just need – y'all need to talk, Jacob. 
Yeah, hope, you, I hope you're a dude that likes to talk because you need to talk. And I got to underline this again. If this isn't the one, buddy, you do that. <laughs> if she's not the one, you do that. And you just keep doing it until just... she doesn't want to do it anymore. Well, kind of agree with that. All right. So uh, we're flying through today. We are not helping anybody. <laughs> we are. All right. Okay. All right. Last question. We've got a lot of dudes. I like last it. Question, last question. Question. Last question. This is from Craig, age 27. Dear Maddie, so I am back on the market after a long relationship. I really hate online dating. Who doesn't? I, I don't know anybody. Pause. I don't know anybody who's like, I love Match.com. <laughs> I love Tinder. Oh, I know some people that do oh, that. really? Yeah. I, I've been not. You, but you probably know people who are like, man, I love Grindr. And they're like on Grindr all the time. But I don't feel like, guys, I know, I'm actually not right now. Um, I don't have any like app on my phone, but I do have a friend that's recently single mm-hmm. who's like, what the fuck? He's like, to- he's been out of it for a while and mm-hmm. he's completely thrown by it. But um, I don't know if. For, I don't, for gay I don't guys, think... it almost feels like a necessity. It right, really, right, it's right, like right. you get a driver's license, you get a grinder profile if you're gay and you're single. Like, <laughs> this is are a you state sponsored people? profile on yes, grinder? It's actually California. Uh, I think people hate being single and hate dating, but I think people enjoy the dating sites. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's okay. Let's get it to Craig's question. All so right. I'm back on, on the market after a long relationship. I really hate online dating, just not my thing. I've been going out to some bars lately, but honestly, it just feels like things have changed a bit. Um, well, yeah, it's been a while. Um, or maybe I'm just rusty. Still, you seem ballsy. What ways do you, uh, what ways to approach people? I think you want to ask, what ways do you approach people in bars? Oh, and I'm a straight guy, so I'm trying to date women, which I think might be harder than two <laughs> gay guys. It's true. Two gay guys are like, hey. He hit it on the head right there. He really did on that one. Thanks, Maddie. Your show cracks me up. Keep it calm or keep it up. Okay, Craig, twenty-seven. That like, it's true. Like, well, although I get really shy, like approaching guys in bars, mm-hmm. like because I just feel I go to. I don't. I don't mean the sympathy, but like I'll go like in Oklahoma and Texas. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty good. I'm like, all right, let's talk. To you some got people. that LA swagger? Yeah, but I go to like if I'm in West Hollywood, I feel like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> just like, give me a French fry. I sure do want some gravy with some yeah. ho hos. Can I smell your ear? You know, it's just very. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's. Uh, can I smell your ear? I don't know why. I said that. <laughs> Is that so, what you do? This explains. A lot. Is that what you do? I'm don't. I'm mm, not. Actually. That smells wax free. <laughs> mm, thank I, you. I just imagine Jabba the Hut would be into ears. If he was gay. He'd be really be into ears. A gay Jabba the Hut. <laughs> he mean, wouldn't have Princess Leia there. He'd just have like Luke, like chained up next to him. <laughs> he would. Can we do that sketch? Please? <laughs> yeah, please. Gay Jabba the Hut. <laughs> please. Instead of like the instead of that song, it would just be like some totally like classic gay song. <laughs> <laughs> the, the little kid teed him up it's playing that Wait, i'm gonna edit that out of the show oh, so we can do it okay um <laughs> that's hilarious um job of the gay uh all right what are we oh craig okay um sorry we're just having a good time so so uh you what is like um i i mean i i feel like i appreciate you think that i'm ballsy craig and again i can get shy about this but i've learned that it's just you got to be I feel like if you're going to approach people in a bar, you need to be ready. You need to be prepared for no. Mm-hmm. That's my advice. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't know. I, what, how did you – how long have you been dating? How long have you been with your wife? We dated uh, about a year and a half before we got married. How would you meet? Well, we met in an improv class. <laughs> uh, improv class years ago. 
But she was in something, I was in something, so nothing ever happened. That's just how we met and knew each other. And then... That was Jesus bringing you together through art. Here's the little bit of introduction. Um, and then years later, after she was she was out and single, and she was up at uh, the Improv Olympic, and I was up there, uh, you know, trolling for chicks. That's how I'd do it. Because <laughs> there's so many trolling chicks for at IELTS. There is for real now, though. <laughs> is there now? Like, I think 10 years ago, When I was, was there, none. it was total sausage fest. Just it's, like There's still a lot of dudes. I mean, I would jack off every night in the bathroom. I told guys. any girlfriend of mine... <laughs> And I'm like, girl, if you're looking for a dude, you go to IO and just hang out at that bar. <laughs> because any girl who's just got half a brain to her is going to marry off in that place. It's going to marry off. And it's good dudes, too. It's funny, nice, it's funny. caring dudes. They who, don't uh, usually have money. No, nice. I mean, they're broke as fuck. They're broke as fuck. But, but very- they've been taught to listen and say <laughs> yes to you. It's true. Like, it's like a training ground. <laughs> An improv school is like a training ground for husbands. It's true. If you could just get them like some job placement, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. There's some, there's some rich ones in there. Don't be there's, fooled. Don't be, don't fooled. be fooled. They just look undressed. Right. Um, so yeah, we d- then when we finally did meet, we dated for six months, got engaged. We waited a year because we realized we got engaged quickly. So we just gave it an extra year for safety and planning and then got married. We've been married a year and a half now. Blissful. Absolutely. Every Aww. day I wake up and I'm happy, 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 happy to be married Aww. every morning. Well, that's not you, Craig. You're going to die. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> to Craig's thing, Craig, you hit it on the head. Am I just rusty? Yes. That's the I answer. I think that's, yeah. that's it. Now we could move on to like tips to help you while you're trying to do this. Sure. For me, when I was single, I just wouldn't do anything that was uncomfortable. So if it's uncomfortable to you, just don't do it. You know, just maybe you need some you time for a while. I mean, a long relationship. That's Depends on how long. Yeah. I mean, even if it was like a year or two, my guess is it was a probably a long, long one, you know? Yeah. Um, you said long term. You said, too, it's interesting in asking how you and your wife met. That's a huge thing, too, is um, if I think the bar scene can mm-hmm. be intimidating where somebody's sitting, you're literally walking up to a stranger. But what kind of stuff are you into doing, Craig? Do you want to do – I don't know where you live, but – Try to do things, whether it's your church or your yeah. actor. Try to do things that you're interested in. Volunteer That's for something. That's great advice. That's, That's great a great advice. way to meet Meet somebody who likes people. your activities, the likes I mean, things that you enjoy. Yeah, I volunteered, honestly, to meet guys. I ended up making friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I made really, really good friends. There so you go. it still was a win Maybe they know somebody. No, they don't. They, yeah. my friends, that, that, I have never been set up by one of my friends ever. Really? I'm going to... I'm gonna get what? on to them next time I'm here. I want to. Uh, I want that to be fixed. I'm Kobe Nicholas. You need to listen. <laughs> Y'all need to listen. I don't. Not Michael Bellaby. He'll he'll say this person's perfect for you, and it's, it would be Jabba the Hutt. Hey, my name's Saint Bob. <laughs> my name's Saint Bob. You'd be like what? Your name's Brad. No, no, no. It's Saint Bob. Saint Bob. <laughs> so yeah. So volunteers in places. I mean, mm-hmm. I had one of my other friends. Um. He, uh, when he was single, he was seeing a therapist, and the therapist said, "I want you to, every time you go on that couch, I, <laughs> I want you bent over. Yeah, I want you on the couch. I, Grab I want, the book right behind you. See that? <laughs> see that rose douche behind you? I need you to use that. Um, put it in your ear. And so put it in your ear. <laughs> in your ear. But your ear smells like roses. It smells like roses. Here's, here's five dollars. <laughs> It's too expensive. That's expensive. Um, so anyway, his therapist said, I want you to go and talk to guys. And every time a guy turns you down, you get a point. And he said, I want you to get a bunch of points. So like he turned it into a game. And he's like, that's fun. He's like one week I would get like 20 points. But then mm-hmm. what happened is it's just 
I mean, Craig, it's like people that are afraid of public speaking, people that are afraid of mm-hmm. like, uh, I, I don't know, doing a, a report for work or whatever. You just got to fucking do it. Yeah. And, I mean, don't make yourself uncomfortable. I love that. That's actually, I think, a paramount advice is don't do anything that makes you really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And if it's really a problem for you approaching people in a bar or setting like that, then maybe you go to a counselor or something and work on that kind of stuff. Like if it's giving yeah. you super anxiety. I have two pieces of pieces of real advice. First of all, Craig, take an improv class. I'm not even joking. Best thing people can do in life. Absolutely. 100%. Take an improv class. Take find, an improv find your local improv place. Take an improv class. Number two is, uh, my guess is, because I've been there, you were in a long relationship and you thought this is it, and then it wasn't it, and then now you're, you're swimming and thinking, oh, I gotta find somebody. I gotta find somebody. I gotta find somebody. And that's the worst thing you could do. What you should do is take a six month vagina sabbatical where you just don't, you do not, that's under clapping. any circumstance, clapping. try dating anybody. You don't go on dates. If they ask you out, you say, I'm sorry, I can't. Um, you know, I'll, I'll call you in four months. Take some, take some Craig time. I know that sounds cheesy, but yeah. that's not, legit. Craig's li- not Craig's list. Nope. Take some Craig time. So take some Craig time. Like read some books, maybe travel. Like, just learn what you like and what you're about. Yeah. You'll be, I did it. It's fantastic. That's the best advice ever. And as soon as I finished my six-month sabbatical, met my wife. Wow. How about that? Boom. Boom. But take an improv class, I think. Yeah, and discover new Friday porn night. without any guilt. Was, yeah. You're free now, dude. <laughs> uh, just, like, do, do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, yeah everybody... I feel like improv should Go be... over to Jacobs and just watch him have sex with the, some yeah, of the Yeah, there you woman. go. Yeah. yeah. Um, whoa, that's a... That, and I... I think ele- improv should be in elementary schools. Yeah, like, I think it should be like a part, a class. That's how much because there are do kids are so good at improv already because they're, they're already right. playing pretend exactly. And then society teaches you not to play pretend, and then That's in improv class of- we have to teach them to play pretend again. Yeah, this voiceover class I'm doing, all it is is literally just being back. Can you really do? You make a voice. I don't. I always yeah. do a Carol Channing voice. That's my favorite <laughs> <character> lately. <laughs> have fun, storm in the castle. <laughs> So I don't know. That's the second time this week I've done it. I did it in my last podcast. Okay. Well, that's it for questions. We're done. Yay. Yay. This has been questions. This has been questions with Maddie. Um, okay. So I I meant to talk to you about this before so you knew what it is and I didn't. So we're just going to do it live, right. live on there. Right. So this is Celebrity Shit the Bed. Okay. This is a section of the show where we just talk about something in pop culture Great. And meaning pop culture doesn't have to be – like some people talk about ISIS. Some people talk about scandal. You could talk about Bruce Jenner. You mm-hmm, could talk about mm-hmm. – if you're really into like gaming, you could talk about a controversy in the gaming okay. community. Okay, okay. Is, if there's anything on your mind that – and it's okay if I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can educate me as, long with the, as well as the listeners. And All right. What, anything on your mind? Um, I'm thinking of it real quick. Yeah, I, I um, keep talking. I'm thinking talking. about, I mean, you know what I love? Uh, I've gotten into like really smart writing on television because I started trying to create TV shows mm-hmm. and I've been just doing research and watching a lot of TV and you and I talked about the flash. Oh, By the way, so uh, Maddie's wearing an awesome flash t-shirt right now. Got a target. And no pants. That's no. how he interviews everybody. Yeah. Dicks out, y'all. Dicks uh, out. St. <laughs> <laughs> Bob's here. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so I've been watching, and, and and Jill, my wife, and I have forced ourselves because we we write together. She really writes; she's brilliant at it. And then I just try to punch things up. That's how it works best. Dick jokes, dick jokes, lots of dick Fart jokes. jokes. Um, it's it's two popes, 
You know, one coming <laughs> and one coming out. I don't think that they would be doing dick jokes. No, no. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. It's, Trust me, honey. It's that, the, he, he hands him the scepter. No, he hands him his dick. <laughs> Here you go, Holy Father. Uh, why? I don't know why there's so much religious uh, humor today. But um, watching The Flash, I thought that was a phenomenal show. Great, great show. I was really surprised by it. You know, I thought... Uh, I was like, oh, this could go left or right, and it's been great. It's great. I kind of want to do a Supergirl par- podcast. I kind of want to start one. Yeah. But I just have, or like do a podcast just about like awesome female superhero shows that are kind of going on, because yep. there's not a ton. It's, it wouldn't be t- What's the whatever. story with Wonder Woman? Isn't oh. um, Daddario, isn't she going to be Wonder Woman? Gail Godot, you mean? No. Uh, what's her name? Rosario Dawson? No. The girl from San Andreas. No, it's Gail Godot. I don't know. It's I mean, it's cast. She was already filmed in oh, Batman, Superman. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. They just changed. Where's she from? I don't know. I don't know her offhand. She's from Fast and the Furious. Okay. Which I've never seen any of those. Okay. She's from Israel. Okay. Great. So I don't know. I'm worried they're gonna fuck it up, but that's all right. Mm. I don't. You're too close to it. You I am. It. I'm too close to it. Matt loves Wonder Woman. I do. Oh, they know. These when you were young, know. did you play Wonder Woman? Oh, the, again, my listeners know they. Uh, uh, when I was two years old. Oh, diaper, man. red galoshes, and a jump rope in Southern Were Oklahoma, you... and I'd lasso you with my jump rope and say, you have to tell the truth. <laughs> you have to tell like, the truth. Were you upset because yeah. you're like, I'll never really be Wonder Woman? No, I actually... Not because people... you're a dude, because you have red hair? <laughs> well, that's died. <laughs> it's not real. No, I actually used to do... I did want... Because uh, I had blue eyes. I was like, uh-huh. oh, it'd be so cool if I had black hair like Superman or Wonder Woman. You know who you should get on the show? All, in all seriousness. Linda Carter. Come on. Yeah. How am I going to get Linda Carter? Just find her. I met her once. Tweet she her. She jazz. Uh, you know what? Maybe I will. I yeah. actually would like Susan Eisenberg, who is the, she does the voice of Wonder Woman and all mm-hmm. the like. The, so, I think uh, you have to probably rent like a booth somewhere. We can't be in your, you can't bring Linda Carter to your living room. <laughs> no, no. I could do it. You can do it technology. I could do it. She could do a podcast in her home. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. There you go. I think this... she's kind of busy. She's a singer now. Oh, is she? She does like a whole jazz thing. And she's gotten, she's got a decent voice. Well, there you go. We'll talk about jazz and then just keep sneaking in Wonder Woman questions. That's all I'll do. But yeah, I once gave a guy a blowjob to read a Joss Whedon Wonder Woman script. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I totally did. That's phenomenal. Like, I probably could have read it without, but I could tell he was like really into me. I was like, okay, let's do this. You're going to get a slew of emails of dudes <laughs> just being like, hey, I've got, uh, I've got clips. I've got dailies of the Wonder Woman <laughs> movie. <laughs> no, I'm probably going to get a text from my mother. Matthew, you don't need to talk about that kind of stuff. God bless. Bless his heart. Bless, bless his, heart. his heart. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. So um, anyway, so good writing. Like, what? Yeah, good writing. You know what show, this is, this is one of my favorite things right now that we stumbled upon that is, was not a show that I feel like I would ever watch, but absolutely love is The Good Wife. I've only seen one episode of that show, and it was one of the most amazing episodes of television I've ever seen. Yeah. You know what? It's... It the writing is so. If any of those writers are out there, get at me. Tweet the Krebs. <laughs> um, love y'all. Want to come to like when you when you're talking when there's a panel. I want to come are talk you, to you. Are you caught up, dude? I watched six seasons in seven months. Oh, like power watch. And that's twenty two episodes. It's twenty two episodes. That's so the hundred and ten, hundred and what that hundred thirty two episodes. A lot of TV. Well, so spoiler, Christine Baranski. I love her. I yeah, love her. she's fantastic. Um, but spoiler alert, the one episode I watched is when the guy attorney died, when he got killed. Oh, yeah, that was the big one. So I was like, literally, this is the one. Because I was at my friend Allie's Josh house. Josh Charles. And I was kind of talking, and she's like, oh, I'm watching this show. I was like, oh, I'll watch with you. And then I got into this show, and I was like, 
And then he died. She was like, what? And this I was like, like oh this my feels God. great. It was like sitting down at Game of Thrones and just watching the, the Red, Red Wedding. wedding. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, oh, she just died. <laughs> Every episode, somebody gets stabbed in the baby. So like, I want to watch that now, but I'm like, ooh, that's going to be rough. Uh, it's good. And what's great about it is they have figured out a way to do network television, specifically a network procedural, and adhere to all the things that that TV show needs and still be clever and subtle with their comedy and their structure. I mean, it's really, it's really, there's actually a lot of comedy. My guess is the writers who write that uh, show are all comedians. Like there's a ton of uh, beautifully poetically used irony and theme throughout that entire show. Wow. They do this great, this great thing that I've rarely seen. Like, so say your theme is death or something in the common dialogue they'll use synonyms throughout like oh this this bill's expired or no that didn't pass through congress the bill's dead you know like they just they sprinkle glitter of like the theme throughout the entire show it's it's very long form-esque like improv and Mm. it it appealed to me i thought it's brilliantly done i've never heard anybody say i don't like that show that it's great it's great and then i mean it's got michael j fox how can you not yeah like and julian margulies she's Ah, she's like tv royalty Good wife, more like the good everything. <laughs> burp, burp, burp. <laughs> I'm going to tweet her that. You're the good everything. Hey, at the crib says you're the good everything. I'm going to get a restraining order all of a sudden. <laughs> what is this for? Zane Bob. <laughs> Zane Bob says, that, yeah, that's a. Um, I yeah, need to watch I'm obsessed I've heard Veep show. is great, too. I haven't watched uh, it. Veep's great. Silicon Valley's great. There's, oh. there's shows that take their time and breathe. Uh, I need to watch that show. Our friend Jill, Jill's on that show. Is she like yeah. a good good role in that show? I haven't seen it on, on uh, Silicon, Silicon Valley? Valley. Yeah, she plays like uh, an executive assistant to one of the main, kind of like the main nemesis of um, of uh, the guys who are creating the Huli, the uh, Pipe Piper guys. Oh, wow! Their nice. nemesis works for Huli, which is a total. It, you got that's Showtime, right? Uh, HBO. HBO. I believe it's HBO. I have to say, like, I'm like the biggest comic fan ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. Not ever, actually. But I am a little bit like, if somebody said, oh, did you hear that new show that's about a comic? I'm like, I want somebody to write something original. Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting there. And like, I think I just it's read hard. that they might be remaking Sister Act. And I'm like, I just don't want another remake. Mm. I did don't. Did you see they got Point Break coming out? A new Point yeah. Break. Oh, man. Broke my heart. I've never seen the old it one. It might be good. I don't know. But that, that's not the point. The point it's is not, like, ugh. I mean, like, yeah, I'm excited about, I am excited about the all-female Ghostbusters mm. in one way, but I'm kind of like, but you could have, like, made that movie with another premise that would have been just as awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Let's yeah. get original people. It's like, um, I think that's why people went so crazy about, um, oh, what's the movie with um, oh, Christopher Nolan did where the... The ground turns on its side and all that kind of stuff. Oh, Inception. Inception. I think that's why people loved that movie. I mean, it was a good movie. I liked it. It was so fucking confusing. But I think why it got – it was confusing. But why people really like loved it, it was just – hey, it was like a new thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like Gravity. That's A lot of people were bored by Gravity. I was like, I don't care. It wasn't it's a good. comic book. I yeah. liked it. You know, I'm always happy when people try new stuff. I'll always applaud Interstellar. Loved it. Good. Yeah, I liked it. Interstellar. I liked that was another one. I was like, wait a minute. It was a little confusing, but I appreciate. I just appreciate the effort. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting on a soapbox. No, that's okay. That's okay. That's on a soapbox. Um, yeah. What, right. what were we doing? Pop culture? I don't yeah, know. We're talking, well, no, we were talking about good writing. Good, good writing. writing. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, I just got on the Americans. I'm like, oh my god, eight ep- eight episodes in. Uh, 
I'm not going to say. Don't spoil it, okay. GD. The Americans, mm-hmm. and you can, don't read it, but I remember when the press came out, like, people were saying, second sophomore season, even better than the first, which oh, is wow. a rare okay. thing to happen. Yeah. Third season, even better. Ooh. The show hasn't had a lull. Are they on season three now? They just finished season three. Okay. There has not been a lull in the show. It will not disappoint you. I'm looking forward to it. It's so good. Okay, I'm looking it's forward so to good. it. so good. All right. We can move on now. We can move on to All right. All right. Chatty Maddie questions. Chatty Maddie questions. These are questions from Chatty Maddie. Okay, these are about you, sugar. We're getting up oh, close and personal. Damn. Yeah, we're not prepared. So question number one. Mm-hmm. What is your most memorable childhood smell? My grandparents... Uh, house. My grandfather smoked a tobacco pipe, and uh, something about that. Was this in Texas? Perm- uh, he lived in Texas a little bit. He lived in North Carolina a little bit. Ohio. So you are a Southern boy. Yeah, that's why for sure, for sure. Um, so he smoked tobacco. He smoked tobacco, and then my grandma would cook like spaghetti, the spaghetti dish, and this chi- and different times of chicken dish. So like it was always like tobacco with spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti tobacco. <laughs> Uh, but that smell, their house always smelled the same, even to the point like they're they're both gone uh, at this you know at this point. But even um, she would crochet these towels. That's what I was talking about. You were like, oh, I got this crocheted. I was like, oh. I was like, dude, Southern women they know two things really well: birthing and crochet. My mother makes me dish rags. And there you go. That's what I had the dish rag, right? Yeah, best dish rags. And my grandma mailed it to me, and I had it in an envelope, and I packed it away. So years later, I found this envelope. I was like, "Oh, what is this?" and opened it, and it just smelt like their house. Aww. Yeah. So that smell was there again. So that I think is the most definable smell of my childhood. That's a good one. Yeah. What were your grandparents' names? Lonnie and Ruth. Oh my gosh, that's a show. Lonnie and Ruth, Lonnie, Lonnie and Ruth. Were they? Did you, you get can lie from? and I tell the truth. <laughs> You're a songwriter now. Today I am. I don't Today. know what's going on. Do you, uh, where do you get your comedy from? Like, where do you get like your funny name? Do you think you get it from your grandparents, or is it more your their dad's uh, side? My mom. My, my mom is usually a straight shooter. Uh huh. She's not too much comedy. My dad does a lot of uh, jokes arounds. He does the jokes arounds, and um, I think. My dad's side of the family, like my uncle's kid a lot. Growing up, there's a lot of kidding, a lot of kidding that happened. Like, ha ha! I don't know. I think uh, the comedy is just my personality. I've always been a little bit, uh, a little bit wacky. You have siblings, <laughs> a little right? bit energetic. A little bit I energetic. do. Yeah. Are you I, oldest, youngest? I'm the oldest. Brothers, sisters. I have two younger sisters. Oh, yep. did you get spoiled because you were the boy, or or was it like was you like were in charge? Off. Um, I was not really even in charge. I was like, I was like, I feel like I, around eight, they were just like, all right, just go, just go. And like, I just, I was very independently raised. Oh, really? Yeah. Like very hands off. There was no, never a curfew. But you grew uh, up in the country. We didn't have that. Yeah. I just, that was never an issue. I never had a curfew either. And because of that, I don't feel like I ever really stayed out till like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home. Yeah. Sleep sauce. Yeah, sleep. Eat Doritos. Play Nintendo. Sure. Oh man, that was my childhood right there. Doritos and Nintendo. Oh yeah, with a bag of Doritos next oh, to you and, and like Dr. Pepper. A, a mountain of Dr Pepper cans. Yes, next to you. dude. I don't know how we're not all diabetic already. So have you ever had? Do- I just was talking. Have you ever had Dr Pepper cake? No. Oh my god. I was just at Are you kidding. Me? A cake. There's Dr yeah. Pepper chicken. There's a recipe for that. Shut up. Nope. True story. I'm about to go on a cleanse. Are you? I'll do it after. A juice cleanse? No, it's like a 21 day cleanse. You now eat. we're doing questions with Maddie. You, f- you eat food like you have lunch, but then you have a shake in the morning and the night. And yeah, it's to lose weight, but I just feel kind of like 
Do you do you, you do see the yourself workouts? in your underwear oh, a million times on TV, and you're like, I need to lose weight. Well, like, you, why were you in your underwear on TV? Oh, I was in a commercial for Hotels.com. Oh, in your underwear. Yeah. I played a guy who got yeah. locked out of a hotel room in his underwear. Yeah, I played fat dude in a Subway commercial, and then I was like, oh, nice. I got to go on a diet. <laughs> yeah, it's really been like, I was like, okay. Yeah. All right. Even when my dad is like, son, you kind of waddle when you walk. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, right. Well, <laughs> well genetics, dad. Or like, I just, I, just, I just went home. Again, Southern people. Um, I went home for a cousin's graduation, Victoria Archer, lover. And um, one of my friends said, they said, well, aren't you going to notice that I lost weight? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you did. You look great. And they're like, thank you. What happened to you? Oh, no. And I was like, but no. But you know, like, Southern people don't, they're not being, maybe they are being. They're not being rude. They're, they're just being. They're being uh, truth talking. They're truth talking. Truth talking. And like somebody said, they were like, boy, that commercial was great you did. And I'm like, well, thank you. Because I literally am in my underwear for right. 30 seconds. And um, I was like, thank you. And they're like, no, it's so funny. No, probably Thank goodness you didn't have abs or anything like that, or you wouldn't have got that. <laughs> so good for you. And I uh, went, okay. There should be, I mean, <laughs> the the vaults you could fill with backhanded southern compliments. Oh, my God. There's not any vaults bigger. They, not even Gringotts could hold them. Right, right. It's always like you've overcome something that you weren't aware of, and they yes. compliment you on that. Yes. I can't believe they put your face on TV. We all thought she was ugly, but congratulations. <laughs> they, you got that lazy eye and everything, and they still <laughs> let you up there. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get away from All right. Nope. Chatty made a question number two. Alcoholic, number two. Alcoholic drink you can't drink anymore because you got drunker than Cooter Brown on it. <laughs> Cooter Brown. Uh, tequila. Oh, what? Oh, is there a story with that? Or is oh, it just, I mean, come, is it just doesn't everybody have a story with tequila? <laughs> I'm naked with tequila. Like, naked and bad. There's some, you know, tequila is the only uh, alcohol that's actually an upper instead of a depressant. Really? Were you aware of that? No. A true story also. Um, and that's why when people drink tequila, they're always like, I'm different on tequila because you are literally different on tequila. <laughs> oh, wow. Um Around 30, when I turned 30, I just was like, I'm no more liquor. No, like, yeah, yeah. martinis, no gin and tonic, like, no more liquor. I was just a beer and wine. And uh, I'll save, you know, a shot with a friend for a birthday uh, for, like, once or twice a year, mm-hmm. max. Uh, at my wedding, we had a tequila tasting bar. So we mm-hmm. got all these really nice tequilas, and we had this, like, tequila sommelier, like, poured tequilas for people who came up. And I'm going to tell you right now, everybody was very happy, having a great time. Uh, and just snockered the entire, entire <laughs> party had, was you just, had just improv hammered. people. Oh my god, just hammered. Um, so th- for me, it's tequila. I don't drink. I don't drink any liquors at all anymore, um, like spirits. But uh, I do enjoy. I miss tequila. Mm. But I mean, I would get drunker than Cooter Brown on that. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty drunk. <laughs> that's really really drunk. Yeah, it is. Who the hell's Cooter Brown? Oh, you don't know? know? Oh, it's a Southern... Ex- Cooter Brown is... Um, there's an expression... Uh, uh, there's a place in like New Orleans called Cooter Brown's. It's a restaurant. But supposedly Cooter Brown didn't... It was from the South and did not want to get drafted into the war. So he drank himself and was so drunk and he stayed drunk. The legend is he stayed drunk the entire Civil War. So that really? Way he never had to go to war. And then after the war was over, he just quit? He just, he, yeah, he went to AA. <laughs> Did they have AA back yeah. then? Had, yeah. It was just called <laughs> A. <laughs> it was called Quitters. <laughs> yeah, it was called Quitters. Yeah. Were you going to Quitters? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Quitters. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's the Cooter Brown legend. So yeah, I don't touch it. And in, in fact, I've uh, tried to start cutting beer out just because we were talking about like calories and stuff like oh, that. It's like drinking liquid bread. Mm, I just got so a good. trainer. I, you never oh. do that. Oh, I've oh, done that. I've done he, that. He kicks me. It's trainer Todd. He kicks the shit out of me. <sighs> Is he at a special gym or? No, I mean, he's at my lo- the local gym up the here. Local the Meridian. Gym. The Meridian up on Wilshire. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Kicks the shit out of me. The the only time I've been successful as training is when I did a I did a boot camp class and uh-huh. I did personal training. And that was when, and it made me angry that I did it for like three months. I'm angry every time I have to go. And then when I finished, I just didn't look fat. But yeah. I didn't look muscly either. That's about I was where like, I'm This at. is too much work. I feel like I've lost some fat, but I don't think I'm muscle. Like, I'm not muscles yet, you know? Yeah, that's kind of why I'm doing this cleanse is that I've never, I've been not bad, but I've never been real. Oh, Sophie's giving you love. I've never been really good about eating. So I'm hoping this kind of, I can do it. As long as there's not Taco Bueno here. If they ever open a Taco Bueno up, I'd kill me. Taco Bueno. Muchaco. I want one right now. What about Taco Cabana? That's the jam. That's a Texas thing. We didn't get into it. You didn't get the Cabana? People liked it when I went to school, but no, Taco Bueno. Y'all tweet at me. Give me that cabana love. <laughs> Taco bueno. Tweet at me. The cribs. The cribs. Okay. The cribs. All right. Chatting medic question number three. When are you most inspired? Mm, it's random. It's very random. It could be like watching a movie or like I said, when I watch brilliant writing like Good Wife. Um, I think I get inspired. I get inspired like just randomly. Like, you know, uh, seeing somebody help somebody else is always very inspirational to me. I saw yeah, this guy one. who was kind of down, you know down on his luck uh, at a bus stop last week. And there was this older man who was kind of walking really slow. I mean, he was probably 90s. He was definitely older and just walked up to the guy, patted him on the back, and handed him some money. And I was like, that was really fucking oh, great. That's wonderful. It's uh, amazing when you see society taking care of society. I think mm-hmm. that that's incredible um, because you don't see a lot of that anymore. No. Or at least here this hellish town um i think i feel like i see see it a little bit more where i'm from Mm -hmm. but but yeah it's yeah it doesn't happen often so i get inspired uh during those moments are you a crier like do you watch movies and you tear up i dude it's any movie with a good soundtrack will get me like that's part of why i go to see movies by myself because i'm like i'm just gonna I'm gonna because <laughs> you're a sensitive guy. I can see you being like he rescued her from that earthquake. <laughs> Did you see? I had a friend. I was like, he said. I said, have y'all seen? I'm scared of earthquakes. Uh, I'm like, I'm pretty. I don't oh, have a tornado too. any day, so I don't want to go. I don't want to go see San Dimas or whatever it's called. What's San it called? Dimas. <laughs> yeah, called? it's called San Dimas. Go out, go order your ticket and ask for San Dimas. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? San Andreas. San Andreas. Um, and so my friend, Ew, San Andre, I'm Saint Andre, Saint Andre over here. <laughs> what the movie was just called? It was called Bob, Bob the Earthquake, <laughs> Bob. Um, but uh, I had a friend who saw it. He was like, "Oh my god, it was so good! I cried." I'm like, "You cried oh. at San Andreas?" He's like, "Yes." I don't know about that. Like, I can't imagine crying at that. But there's some, there's some, there's some tear jerking moments at the end. Uh, yeah, good, good, like. Uh, like huge orchestra, like dances with wolves kind of orchestra yeah. moments, or like John Williams things. Yeah, I cried at the Star Wars trailer. I'm a nerd. It, it looked, you I, know, I when like the land speeder goes by and the destroyers yeah. crash into the ground. Yeah, 
And anytime the like Lucas emblem like glitters up into green, I'm like, <gasps> it's, well, this one looks really good because we need it because the other oh, three man. were so bad. Oh. They were so bad. They were bad. But if you ask uh, a younger generation, they prefer nephew, those over the old ones. Oh, they do. Yeah. But it's the worst casting ever. Yeah, I agree. Worst casting. We have to whisper that. All right. <laughs> Chatty made a question number four. Right. You can choose either one because you're married. Mm-hmm. Either weirdest place you had sex or celebrity crush. My celebrity usually, crush is so fleeting. Like so every fleeting. other month. Who's like your – who's your – I actually – I should change that to childhood celebrity crush because I feel like that's more definitive. Ooh. You know, I was on that Selma Hayek kick for a long time. Hey, I was on the Selma – I used to tell – I would Selma Hayek and Catherine Zeta-Jones were my jam. Yeah, dude. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is attractive too, but Selma Hayek, something about her was amazing. I think I know what it was. Um, <laughs> I think I can think of two reasons yeah, that were amazing. It comes to the top of my head here. Um, nowadays, I mean, I, like I said, I just saw this movie with San Andreas and this girl, I think her name is Dario or Dario or something. I don't remember her first name. I don't know either. She was in True Detective as like the oh, mistress. Yeah. Heard that's a good show. Dude, she's just smoking hot. She, there's a scene where she's swimming underwater. Mm-hmm. And the audience applauded. <laughs> they really? applauded. I mean, she's so gorgeous. She's so gorgeous. I will say, I like watching films in mm-hmm. Los Angeles because, mm-hmm. like, I went and saw, um, I went and saw Mad Max, and I went and saw it. In ah, o- that was great. It was great, and I went and saw it in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So the movie ended, and I was like. And people just looked at me because here in LA, people yeah. clap and they'll yeah. cheer more at movies. And I, 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 do people? I don't know if people do that in other places. I don't think so. Unless you are like in Dallas or whatever, and you go see like Batman mm-hmm. opening night with a bunch of Batman fans, right? You know, I saw um, Matrix in Chicago when I lived there, and I had no idea what I was getting into. I didn't know any of the lead up of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I went in, and in that first scene where the agents go in, he's like, "Your agents are already dead," and like Trinity lifts up in the air, and the the fucking room three sixties or one eighties around her, mm-hmm. the fucking place went crazy. People applauding, hooting and hollering. I was like, "What is this?" Like one of my favorite movie experiences ever, just because oh, awesome. every cool new technological move. Uh, was punctuated uh, by the audience, just like sold out crowd, just uproar. That was a little bit. I mean, I wish I would have seen, like, probably seen Mad Max because I know Mad Max is a remake, but mm-hmm. I appreciate. You know what I appreciate about Mad Max? Let's, I'm going to talk about good writing a little bit. We're going to go mm-hmm. back to that. I appreciated that we didn't need to know the fucking backstory. Yep. We didn't know who their mother was. Their dad gave them bad milk. I don't yeah. care. It was like this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah, he wants to get he wants to get free. Yeah, this woman wants to like. We saw a little bit, but it was like because I remember remember in 1980 they just said like there's this guy and this guy and they're gonna do something. Yeah, and but they it was still like great development and action. Yeah. I'm, this is the worst pitch ever, but I'm it's not explaining so myself good. well. But it's like. Christopher Nolan, God love him, but I, I feel like Batman Begins fucked over action movies because now everybody is like, we need to see the genesis of why this character yeah. came to be. And I was like, no, we don't. We don't always need that. Yeah, that's Gotham's whole premise. I stopped watching that show, couldn't. Really? I was like, and I'm a comic, but I was like, yeah, me too. 11 episodes in, I was like, I can't. Ew. I can't. All right. I can't. All right, last question. What yeah. makes your heart happy? Heart happy. Heart, heart happy. happy. 
great wine. I thought you were going to say gravy. <laughs> what did you say? We could take it again. Gravy. Gravy. Great wine. Great wine. Oh. I love good wine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Reds. Cabs. Good cab. I, good I, Pinot Noir. Thought you were going to say penis. <laughs> gravy and penis and then penis gravy. Ooh. Mm, just dump it in me. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that grossed me out. Uh, I swing this way. So, um, uh, uh, Malbec, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, there's there's great artistry in all varietals. What's so. a good way? If somebody can go find in their grocery store today, great red wine for them to grab. A great red? You yeah. want a varietal or you want a name? You just go for a name. You know what? Right now, there's like Spanish Riojas are great. Mugo makes a good one. Oh, look at you. Go to like your Whole Foods. Trader Joe's probably has it too. Probably like. 35 40 bucks. A little, little lower on the pricey side. It's, it's nice night. Oh, it's good, buddy. It is good. There is, I have to it's say. It's a wine that will grab your face and make out with you, that wine. And that's what there I was going to say about good wine. Yeah. There yeah. it is. There it is. There it is. Hashtag uh, penis gravy. What else makes me makes my heart? I mean, obviously my wife, like I said. I know, but um, I appreciate that. I need to, because everybody says <laughs> my family. She listens to this. She's going to be like, I'm number two. Against I'm wine. number two. Because my kids, my family. Um, and that's great. My dogs. But I like it when some people are like, dude, cheese. Yeah. I love cheese. Or I love, yeah. So I'm just going to give you a list. We're not done. I'm going to keep giving you a list. Um, Thursday nights, tonight, uh, I play in an improv show over at the West Side called The Grind. That I always love doing that. That makes nice. my heart happy. Um, cheese I do love also makes my heart happy eat a lot of salads that makes my heart happy good movies movie popcorn with just a touch of butter on top and a Coca-Cola makes my heart happy that's a good combination I think I've discovered why I'm still a little pudgy (laughs) drinking wine cheese (laughs) movie popcorn I met with a nutritionist once she's like what are your snacks and I like went over that stuff she's like I think I see a problem (laughs) she's like you have too many treats you have too much advice (laughs) Um, I like that. You have too much advice. Yeah. No, I didn't say it to her. She was completely right. Um, yeah. That's, a that's lot a, of things make my heart good happy. life. Yeah. What, you, my life is amazing. You said I, you have, have dogs? I have two dogs. What kind of dogs? Dublin and Roxy. Good Actually, names. her name's Professor Roxanne London, PhD. Um, nice. Uh, one of them is a Chihuahua Jack Russell mix. Cute. Dublin. She's adorbs. She's four. And then Roxy is six months old. She is. She looks like an Italian greyhound. They're smaller, you know, mm-hmm. and a Labrador. Oh, she's wow. like medium size, all black, black as night. She's pretty chill. Uh, she's not chill at all. Oh, she's six months. She's six months. She's off the wall, crazy. I mean, she's probably consuming a carpet or a couch <laughs> leg right now. You know how they yeah. give you that boundary stuff? You spray, uh, spray this on things, and no. dogs won't eat it. She'll take the top off that fucker and drink it. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> You spray whatever you want on whatever. <laughs> I will eat it. She's eating carpets. She's eating my wife's shoes. I mean, she and the two of them just play fight all day long. Rah, 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 rah. That's all they do. That's I have. That's a, it. My dog's like a cat. That's all she does. Even when I'm here, she just plays <laughs> in her corner. Um, well, that's it, sugar. Nice. That's the show. That's, that's the outro. Yeah, that's it. Right, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're here. We're done. All right. So tell people again where they can find you. Uh, online on Facebook. I'm on the Facebooks. On the Facebooks, uh, Aaron Krebs, or on Twitter at the Krebs. 
You're not getting towed. It's just a trash can. Okay, I thought you heard it, it outside. He was like, "What's yeah, happening in my car? What's going on?" And so then say um, that again. So yeah, the Krebs, the Krebs on Twitter. And, and you're then, if some people like to follow people on Twitter because they know them, and some people like, "Hey, this guy says funny stuff. I like to follow him on Twitter." Yeah, you're both. Oh, you thanks, say funny little, thanks you have funny little jokes. On I'm Twitter. trying to. I'm trying to tweet more. I'm trying to do oh, more. Um, and then if you're in LA, um, some buddies and I have a comedy club out in Santa Monica called the West Side Comedy Theater. Come out to that. Come check it out. What's the website for that? That is westsidecomedy.com. 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 Well, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thanks for having me, Maddie. This was a lot of fun. Well, you know, we try to have fun. So, (laughs) and for the rest of you, go uh, questions, questions. These are great questions this week. So, send in some more. uh, DearMaddieShow.com. You can get all the information. You can find me on the Instagram and all the social media at TheMattMar. Yeah. And, hey, everybody, go do something for somebody this week. All right? We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.